0: So today I was reading Romans 1 verse 18. There Paul says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. And this passage, this verse, just flagged in my mind as being something that was really important. And I've I spent the last hour trying to understand what it means and how how do I apply it to my life. And so the first thing that came as I was meditating on this passage on Romans 1.18 was, what does it mean that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men? Because not everybody is afraid of God. And as I explored that, as I thought about that, and actually this is uh, this is the second recording of this podcast. As I, I tried speaking about that before, it, it I saw that, or I came to understand that the fear that we feel of judgment in this world is actually a misplaced fear. And we there is a part of us that is afraid of God. And we know that because everybody is afraid of being judged by something. And this part of us that's afraid to be judged by God takes that fear and then puts it on something in this world. And we're taught to do that. And this this isn't necessarily a conscious thing, but this is something that happens in us. And so if we look at the things in this world, the things that we interact with in this world, wherever we feel that fear of judgment, wherever we feel that fear of failure, wherever we feel that fear that we aren't going to be what we ought to be, that that is a misplaced fear. That is our sinful nature, putting the fear that rightly God deserves upon something in this world that doesn't deserve to be feared to that level. And that could be anything. That could be people. That could be finances. That could be health. That could be cancer. That could be the future. That could be the past. That could be our children. That could be our father. That could be our mother. That could be any individual in this world. That could be anything in this world. But if we are afraid that we are not going to measure up to that thing or that person, that is a misplaced fear because our fear is to be on God. We are to fear the wrath of God. And so then, as I, as I thought through this, and as I explored this in my own heart, it struck me that the things in this world that I am afraid of are idols to me, because they are removing worship from God and they are and I'm I am removing worship from God and I am putting worship upon those things. Now God is still my central God. But these things then come in as secondary idols and I realize that I have a pantheon inside of me and that pantheon, that group of gods that lives inside of me, those other gods, those secondary gods are revealed by what I fear in this world. And that is such a gift. Fear becomes such a gift. that, Because it, it gives me something. That opens my eyes. To my idols. If I am afraid of the judgment of other people. Then that shows me that other people. Whoever those other people are. That those other people that they are an idol to me, and I need to come to God and say, God, forgive me. I am afraid of, I am, I am afraid of my, well, whoever, my parishioners. <laughs> I'm afraid of my wife. I'm afraid of letting down my wife, Father. Forgive me. Because that shows that my wife is receiving worship that belongs to you. If I'm afraid of letting down my children, I'm afraid of them finding out something about me. And, and this is further revealed by the end here, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. And so if there is any place in our lives, and this could be even ourselves, if there is any place in our lives where we are suppressing the truth, where we, as we approach the truth to something, we shy away from it, because of fear that it is going to reflect badly upon us. You could say then that we worship our reputation. Uh, fear that, you know, if there's any sin in my life that I'm hiding from, that I'm hiding from someone. That doesn't mean that I go and blab all of my sins to everybody I interact with. But if there's fear in my heart that I can't reveal a sin to my wife, or reveal I'm afraid of revealing a sin to my friends, or I'm afraid of revealing a sin to my children, if I am afraid of that, if I am suppressing that truth, if I am keeping that from coming out into the open in some manner, whether actively or passively, if I am suppressing that truth, that shows that that thing is a God to me, my reputation is a God to me, that that people are a God to me, and I need to repent of that, and I need to ask God to forgive me because that fear then stands as a revealer of these second-tier gods, and if, and I want to have I want to be a monotheist. I don't want to be afraid of the things of this world. I don't want to serve them out of terror, but serve them out of love. Perfect love casts out all fear, John tells us. And so if I am afraid of the things of this world, whether that be of life or of death, whether I am afraid of uh, failure, or afraid of success, or whether I am afraid of... of, uh, fellowship or whatever. I I don't know. Whatever I'm afraid of. There's all sorts of things that we can be afraid of, and I don't know what you're afraid of. And that's something that you need to bring to God and ask God, God, what am I afraid of? What is causing me this terror? That I can then bring that to God and say, God, forgive me. For this thing is a God to me. And it doesn't deserve my worship. For you are God. And if the Lord is God over all, then then He is also God over that thing that we're afraid of. And we say that God is omniscient. He knows everything. Omnipotent. He can do anything. Omnipresent. He is everywhere. If I believe that, then the Lord is God over my relationships. Then the Lord is God over my health then the Lord is God over my finances. Then the Lord is God over my reputation. The Lord is God over all these things. He is powerful over all these things. And so then, if there's any place where I'm afraid of the truth, there's any place where I'm afraid of the truth coming out, that shows me that that thing is a God to me. I need to repent of that. That I might be free. And God promises that He will forgive us. And God promises that He will cleanse us. God promises that He will change us. And this repentance is the first step to acknowledge that sin. To bring it to God. For forgiveness. For cleansing. Because He is God. And He has promised And he is faithful. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Amen. May God bless you today.